telephony. I pace the lawn with Susan in my ear, nattering about work, policing queues to ensure there's social distancing. It makes her sad. She's sick of it. She tells how last week a woman said she was a racist, how today they've been swearing at her again in Sainsbury's. Nag and I balance on the paving slab, the one which rocks this way and then that, and as we chew the fat, he says he thinks my mum looks well, and I envy him the contact, but Nag has a car and a good heart, so it's him who fetches her prescriptions. When toasty phones, we sit in the sagging armchair like two cats, exactly in the spot where the sunshine streams in through the glass, talking shit mostly laughing at conspiracy theories, gossip, and neither of us mentions that the windows need cleaning. Bridget calls, just in time to help with washing up. Linda gets to have a glass of cider on the garden bench, to comment on the birds and squirrels, discuss art, poetry a little. The day is awash with chitter and chat, a galaxy of friends who want to touch base, check in, offload, I learn of cancelled weddings, of funerals live-streamed by video link, of food parcels, the kindness of strangers, of unrequited love, of reconciliation, of the care home situation, of the trials and tribulations of universal credit. And at night, when my phone rests, recharging batteries, I lie with it in the dark, replay conversations, start new ones, Tell my long dead granddad that the grape hyacinths are as blue as ever in the borders. Whisper prayers to God, should he exist and happen to be listening in on some unknown party line. <laughs>